Christmas! Feliz Navidad! Happy New Year and all that jazz! Yes! We love to make noise. Food Forest Farms. All right, let's... uh. Might as well start the first show off ever the right way. Some beautiful homegrown cannabis from the 2021 crop year. Cross of Blue Dream and Gorilla Glue. It is uh, it's fantastic. And no show would be uh, complete without a what are we drinking to start us off. So if you're lucky enough to know a coffee roaster personally... You get uh, you get beautiful coffee. Uh, I roasted a bunch of uh, Fair Trade Organic Espresso last night, and that is what I am drinking this morning. About twelve hours off the roaster, she's beautiful. And I will tell you later how you get one of these mugs. So, anyway, first show. Um, where to start? Where to start? Uh, I guess right there. Foodforestfarms.com, Cannabinoid Natural Foods. Um, those are my two companies. I own Brian Norton, In the Flesh, the Me and the Candace. Um, I was corporate sales guy, uh, did big food jobs, ended up my last big food job was a big, huge coffee company. Uh, just so happened to be that it was a permaculture-based coffee company in disguise. Um and I kind of didn't know it because I worked on the industrial roasting selling side. Um, we got integrated in with a green team that owned the farms and the mills and the import and the export. Um, the, the farming side of it. So we were seed to cup. We owned the ground, the plants, the process, the mills, everything. Every end of it, except the retail stores. We never competed with our retailers. Um, so then big companies felt comfortable giving for somebody that was going to get their internal, how to run their company or a restaurant or organization and then use it against them. So had loads of experience, uh, did, uh, did a decade as little Caesars, uh, management, right? So I went up, uh, went up through the whole like restaurant food chain through college, learned like, little restaurants. Uh, at one point I managed a pizza shop in the largest dormitory on the planet. Um, it was uh, Owens graduate hall. I think there were like 10,000 graduate students in there. Anyway, long time ago, ha <laughs> uh, left that job because it would let me smoke weed in the elevator. I figure if I can run your whole cafeteria and take breaks and be the best fucking employee you ever had, I'm going to smoke weed. Uh, sorry. Not sorry. Okay. Uh, let's see. I got us a whiteboard for fun. Um, so I figured we'd just start somewhere because I got a gajillion stories to tell you forever. This can go on endlessly. So, oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot. I got to flip over to chat here. Uh, okay. So let me get this little banner off. We'll get the annoying stuff out of the way. Throw the commercial up that will annoy you nonstop. And let me flip over to comments. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. I'll put ask questions. Oh, somebody's pinging in right there. Uh, let's see. Ask questions in caps. Okay. This should be going out on YouTube. Uh, and maybe, maybe my Odyssey. We'll see. Uh, if you're watching comments in all caps, um, uh, okay, so today's class was going to be, uh, I well, well, okay, the whole podcast, where to start, where to start. Um, I wanted to do a podcast forever, right? But I didn't really have the right format. I didn't have the right place. Uh, I wasn't in the right mindset. I would just railed against the machine. That's a waste of time. I have so much stuff to teach you guys. Um, so. Uh, I graduated from Michigan State. I was, well, I think I'm one class away from a degree in economics. I just got bored. They weren't going to teach a class for a whole other year. And uh, I already had my pre-law done. So out I was going to make money. Uh, so I, uh, I started at the very beginning and the very bottom of the grocery industry. Uh, 
and uh, kind of learned grocery distribution um, from the ground up from a company that manufactured kosher meats. So got to actually work in the meat plant my first two weeks, cut meat with the meat cutters. Uh, I figured if you're going to sell the shit, you should know how it was made for real, not just bullshit your textbook. So uh, did a couple weeks on the meat line and got out and started selling uh, sausage in downtown Chicago. It's like selling ice to Eskimos. You want to know if you can sell, go sell sausage in Chicago. So did that for a bunch. Uh, Pops had an opportunity to expand the uh, restaurant empire out here and uh, take over all of King County for Little Caesars back in the day. So I packed all my shit. Rob and I moved out to the West Coast and uh, got in the restaurant business. Holy, uh, that was like 10 years of 20-hour days and not taking a day off ever. Well, except when we took days off and then it was off. Well, then it wasn't off because that was beep, 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 pager days. <laughs> Big fucking brick car phones. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, yeah. There was a reason I got out of the restaurant business. Uh, so anyway, so we did 10 years in the restaurant business. So I lived through the very, very beginning of computer automation. Like there wasn't really, there was cash registers. There were just cash registers and things were just starting to get computerized. That was, uh, that was early, early nineties. Uh, so yeah, that, that whole wave of managing employees through automation cycle where you were just going to expose what the fuck was going on because automation. Oh, oh, that was fun. Um, yeah, yeah. So we learned a ton about uh, trying about restaurants. Jesus Christ. By the time I was like 29, I was managing like 300 employees doing payroll for uh, what we're up to 13 stores, something like that. It was insanity. I uh, realized I hated it all. Um, I was building all of our restaurants as we were going, right? Because we were, we were relocating out of King County and down into Pierce County because money goes where it's treated well, that's an axiom. Um, so we were moving the stores uh, to capitalize on the arbitrage between the two counties. Uh, Pierce County wanted jobs, was super cool with like, come on down, build your stuff. And King County was the pricks they always are. And we're running businesses out of business 20 years ago. So I learned a lot about general contracting, building commercial restaurants, building commercial facilities, dealing with the health departments, dealing with electrical state oh blah blah, blah 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 so that's all bullshit it's all grease or bribery or bullshit or licensure you're paying for a guy's license because he pays the guy you just the layers of added complexity and cost and cost and cost the reason there's no jobs in king county is because projects cost like 18 fucking times more than they need to cost because Ah, okay. Not railing on the man. Uh, moving forward. Uh, so anyway, learned a shit ton about uh, contracting, building, industrial, all that crap. Electricity, pizza ovens, wiring, restaurants, computers, code. Um, but I wanted to sell shit again. Ha, for real. So I got a crazy opportunity. Well, that's a whole episode in and of itself on interviewing. But uh, anyway... Went to work all the way at the very, 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 very bottom for uh, Best Kosher, or not Best Kosher, sign It was uh, Stephen New Slim Jim. Stop! Get your story straight. Oh, that's funny. Uh, need more coffee. Okay. So, went to work for Goodmark Foods out here on the West Coast. They had nobody in the Northern West states. Nobody. They did a total of $70,000 of business in, like, Washington, Oregon, Idaho, Montana, Alaska. Nothing. So... What do you got to lose, right? Hire a crazy sales dude who's run his own company forever. Doesn't really need support and can figure shit out. So that's why I got hired. Uh, they had nothing. A company car and uh, money. That was it. Figure it out from there, kid. Good luck. I think the first year I sold like three million bucks worth of this shit. And we were up to like seven in year two. Because if I got to five, I got to hire a team. Um, I built a fucking great team of salespeople. That was so fun. So yeah, yeah. So then we dominated. ConAgra bought us. <laughs> Sucked the soul out of the fucking company. 
and then we had to, uh, yeah, oh, HR, blah, blah, blah. They made us put people on the team that sucked, sucked, sucked. So I had to go. I was out. That was when I went to the coffee company. So I knew I had to go someplace ethical as, as back to a family company, right? Sinai was a family company. Best kosher or uh, snap into a Slim Jim Goodmark Foods owned by family in Raleigh. That was a great company. Ron Doggett was the fucking man. After he sold that company to ConAgra, the top guys got a letter about 90 days later that said, man, I am so sorry. I believed what they said. They said they weren't going to trash the company. They said they weren't going to fuck with all you guys. They lied. So, yeah, you know, he took $300 million, fucked everybody he knew, sent us all a nice letter. So, the... Uh, so anyway, I went to the coffee company, looked for a small company that was a good size to roll and uh, on the path. So same thing, owned by a guy in Seattle, air roasted. Um, oh, there's episodes we're going to do on air roasting coffee. But uh, it was clearly a new technology, right? Everybody was roasting on technologies from the 1500s. They were roasting on technologies from 1980. Um so yeah, that was super fun. So anyway, that's the whole coffee company thing and but to today. But uh well, actually I jettisoned that. So 11 years ago, yeah, yeah, I totally was like f it. I am not going to work for we were getting ready to we were getting ready to do a billion dollar sellout to a big huge Japanese firm and be a cog in the wheel again and that was not going to happen again to me. So I threw myself out of the machine and uh, I started a uh, copy, little mini copy roasting company. Uh, well, that was actually two years later. I had a super non-compete. I couldn't do shit. Uh, so uh, first we got into uh, medicinal cannabis like 11, 12 years ago. Um, yeah, yeah. So learned all kinds of like hydro, all kinds of deep water culture, nutrient film technique. Uh, I invented a living river system for doing clones. Uh, so yeah, that was a whole, that was a whole spinning out. I couldn't do anything related to beverages at all. I had invented the world's first hot energy beverage. Uh, I was like, it, so it just, it shut out a bunch of doors. So I had to just go do something fun. So I figured why not help people and burn off my non-compete. So that's what I did. Um, so yeah, we, uh, we, we, uh, helped a lot of like cancer patients and, uh, taught people how to grow passed on genetics, the genetics projects for people. Uh, yeah, worked with Northwest clones for a while. Uh, all good people. It was, uh, it was good times, good times, but, uh, we got going down that track as the state started to go towards like, Hey, we're going to go legal to state stores. Eh, fuck that. I'm not working for the man again. Um, so not compete was over so decided to uh i really really love coffee so thusly uh we went back and da -da, food force farms coffee roasters bought the air roaster that i always really dreamed of uh, a total old analog baby not a computer stitch on the thing i have not replaced a part on that thing in oh god seven years five years something like that uh literally has not broken ever because there's nothing to break it's a it's a human driven machine i drive it um so anyway uh that's what i do now but now uh we've kind of uh, morphed into coffee club and now i've got time to teach shit. so i built myself a studio uh if anybody wants to do podcasts or whatever you call these video casts vlogs vlogs I don't even know. Come over, rent my space, just run a banner ad, something like that. That's it. That's it. Uh, anyway, I hope you get online. And uh, so we hope to have a 24 hour channel on float. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, shit. Okay, I got a whiteboard. Ah, and I got whiteboard markers. So, why don't I use them? Okay, I'm going to write shit down because I think this is going to be. Uh, this is going to be a conversation show that continues forever. Tell me what you want to talk about. Uh, okay, so today we're going to talk about uh, we're going to talk about uh, crypto from the beginning, right? Crypto. Okay. Uh, 
other things that I love to talk about. Uh, float. I'll go once around, then I'll start talking about crypto. Then you guys tell me what to go back to. Um, float is a decentralized uh, social media platform that is going to be unmutable. Uh, Google just told them to take somebody down the other day for eh, whatever. And they told them to fuck off and took their stuff off the Google store. So our channel on float is at scrambling. At scrambling, just like on YouTube, just like on Odyssey, um, pretty much everywhere. So, uh, so float, um, then the other day I was talking about the uh, fan-controlled football league on a different show, um, and that got a lot of interest. So it's a decentralized football game that you can buy in and own the teams directly. Uh, the expansion league's actually selling NFTs um for their the way they funded their team but you actually play on your iphone live real time and you're controlling the human beings on the field and you're actually controlling the plays and the amount of experience that you have puts more juice in the weight of your votes in the league so if you're a good play caller your calls get up upvoted by the AI more um, and you can bet on and gamble on almost everything. Uh, so fan control football, I totally will go off on that for hours. Uh, okay. Um, NFTs. We're going to stick basic, basic crypto here when I get to my crypto lecture. Um, but NFTs are uh, a whole new way of attaching like an identity tag to a thing that can be tradable easier than trading the thing with having to mail stuff and did you get the real one or is this their copies blah all that has problems too but anyway talk about that all day um, oh gosh uh um okay uh let's see uh econ uh you guys want to talk uh wanna, like anybody needs economics lessons out there like micro macro slopes curves shapes why bah Mm, I can do it. There's more fun stuff to talk about. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, let's see. I'm a Buddhist. I'm going to talk about any kind of Buddhist stuff or uh, like philosophy. Um, the why, the now, right here, alignment, all that good stuff. Uh, psychedelics, cannabis, any of it. Okay. Well, let's get on with the crypto lecture for today. Okay, so cryptocurrency. Uh, if I just say Bitcoin, just know. Okay, here, here's. Okay, there's around eight thousand current cryptocurrencies. Probably more. Probably more like ten at this point. It doesn't matter that there's bajillions of them. It just matters that they exist. So if I just say Bitcoin, it means all of them. If I really mean Bitcoin, I'll say Bitcoin, Bitcoin, um, or BTC Bitcoin. So if I just use Bitcoin, that just means cryptocurrency for today. There's lots of them. Bitcoin just happens to be the biggest, but we'll get back to them. All of that later, we got to start at the beginning, the very beginning. Okay. So, to understand Bitcoin, cryptocurrency, you just need to understand that all it is, it's accounting. It's the accounting they made me do in like seventh and eighth grade beginning business going to going to college for business classes like literally credits and debits written on paper on a sheet that have to balance and yeah you, you got the the yeah wow wow that's 
keeping counting of counting of things. Checking account balances, bank balances, any of that crap. Somebody has to keep a ledger. Somebody has to keep a book. Somebody has to somebody has to write it down in the book. So then who's got the book? How many copies of the book are there? Ah, do you trust them? Blah, 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 blah. All a problem. That was partially why I left giant corporations as they got to be giant corporations. Somebody has to keep the book. They all fucking lie. They all lie. Once you get to a certain point, you have to grow to grow or your shareholders kill you. So you have to grow to grow, even though that's not the right thing to do. So they play all kinds of shenanigans games, all kinds. It's a book. Nobody trusts the book anymore. So that's why I don't invest in the stock market at all anymore. Because I know who's making the books. I know them. I know how they're making. I don't invest there anymore. I would much rather fly to Vegas and just have fun. <laughs> so, uh, so the reason for some people sitting around that are super smart and probably doing a bunch of acid and hopefully smoking the finest weed on the planet and really thinking about it, how do you solve the problem of assholes running shit? Because you don't trust them because they always cheat. Because it clipped coins and melted shit and added shit. Cheat, 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 cheat. So, how do you get to something real? Well, if everybody can see it all the time and all the copies are identical and they vouch for each other, directly connected, each to the other, no center. Okay, closer. So basically, somebody came up with, if we make this thing where we can all observe it, we can have our little way to put our little, wow, wow, too complicated, we'll get into that. Anyway, observable, not duplicatable without everybody knowing that it was duplicated. So... Um, that's kind of how it started. So with that in mind, all the way to the beginning, hopefully you know what a spreadsheet is. That will help a lot. Um, so in the beginning, there was Excel. And then there was life. No. Uh, okay. So spreadsheets. All they are is just big giant grids. You can put anything you want in here. You can put uh, you can put uh, one plus uh, every ten minutes add one all right 10 minutes will go by right so what you'll see on the screen there in cell a1 oh yeah you can see this okay here, here. oh haha didn't even know i was gonna do the math okay 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 so this is what when you're writing it that's the code over here, you see a one. That's what you see in your wallet, right? Oh, I got a Bitcoin. Then, time occurs. The equation stayed the same because we didn't write a real complicated equation. Ta -da. 
just keeps going forever. Every 10 minutes. Just counts. Dinky, 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 dink. Nothing special. So. We just created kind of a Bitcoin. If we agreed that I get the first one, person on my left gets the next one, person on their left gets the next one forever. Okay. Now, that next part, okay, this is going to happen. Oh, who's going to get them? Okay. Ah, next version, next version. Right. Okay. So now we thought about it more. Oh, okay. We got to have a way to, we got to have a way to who's going to get the thing that comes out. Right. So we write a little more complicated bit. It gets a little more complicated, a little more complicated. We sit around, smoke some more weed and think about it some more and game theory it some more. Who's going to get that? How are we going to give? Well, how are we going to give smaller bits away? Are there going to be infinite bits? Oh, sorry. Oh, through my lighter. Good time for a stretch. Okay. Yeah. So. All that had to be thought about before. Okay. Bitcoin, Bitcoin, BTC. Before Satoshi who is the alleged person or persons or group that wrote the Bitcoin code. Before they set the code free, before they hit enter on their control pad and sell a one on the one computer to start it, all that had to get figured out. But all the questions that we have now Eleven years later, were thought of before it started, because it really the original BTC Bitcoin blockchain hasn't changed. It just trucks on because it's code. It's just computer code. Somebody wrote a code and stuck it in a spreadsheet in box one and hit enter. It started. Can't be stopped. Every ten minutes, it will execute and move to the next square. Goes forever. As long as computers run, that can run the program, the spreadsheet. It goes. So when you hear people say immutable, unstoppable, it. It is running. Yeah, it can't be stopped. So. It exists. It can't be stopped. It is. Now the question is. What are you going to do about it? So. This has no power. Right? This is just. Computer code, computer code, computer code, result, right? Computer code, computer code, computer code, result. As soon as people around or people that knew about the code decided that they would like some of the output to them, now you have a resource in scarcity. So, resource in scarcity makes competition. Competition kind of creates value because something has to get traded, right? If if this magic machine's pumping out one thing every ten minutes. Who's going to get the next thing or is it going to be fisticuffs or how is it going to be allotted? So the basics of 
what actual Bitcoin cryptocurrency is, is that. Past that, it's all human stuff layered on top of it. You can get lots more complicated, uh, right? You have the interface you see the thing with. What's it look like on your phone? Once, once you've taken part of the stuff that comes out into your little node on the, you know, your section of the spreadsheet, what keeps it there? What makes it somebody not be able to come and cut, copy and paste it over to their spreadsheet? All right. It gets just super, super complicated. That gets to be coder crap and layering of things. But people started agreeing 11 years ago that they wanted some of it. And they started trading things of real value in real life for it. And the game changed. At that moment, really, you know, things had always been money is just a representation of of life energy right you do some stuff or you work in harmony with nature and you grow some stuff and you need to you need to exchange goods and services you need to account for the energy it's just money's a placeholder people started using the electronics that were all around them as an easier way than carrying around the old ledger book. It just so much easier. We just, you know, we, we both agree that we'll just keep track on a digital ledger board. But we don't give a shit if our neighbor can see the ledger board because, you know, we're trading apples. Fuck do I care? <laughs> you know how many apples I traded, Jimmy Joe? Uh, you know, it's, it's public Bitcoin BTC, like Bitcoin, Bitcoin is public. It's public blockchain, right? You can, you can look into it so you can see where things have gone and where, where they are. So all the other things you hear about past that have to do with, ah, layer two, don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. Um, so let's see. Let me check float. See if anybody's got any questions over here. Ha ha ha. Okay, okay. Uh, do, do. I'm not seeing any questions there. All right, good enough. Good enough. Um, let's see. Oh gosh. Uh, what else to talk about? Um, well, it's Christmas Eve. No idea what everybody's doing. I am buying the dip. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Crypto basics class for the very, very basics. Of, that's how it works. Okay. Going away. Going away. Uh, where are you, board? Um, okay. Buy the dip. Buy the dip. Look at the uh, yeah. Look at the look at the year graphs. Look at all that stuff. They're opening it up to IRAs. Go go go! I just found uh, I just found a company uh, that I can invest my self-run IRA into actual Bitcoin. So I am moving funds as we speak because I'm buying the dip. Um, yeah, yep. Yeah. And down here on the. Whoop, whoop, Get our coffee. Um, we will sell coffee for uh, lots of different cryptos. Uh, not crazy shit, like top 10 stuff, like Dash, Bitcoin, Litecoin, Dash. So, okay. So once once you decided like, ah, okay, I think I'll play in the, I think I'll play in the crypto game. If you were at the very beginning, the very beginning, Seriously, just go get Cash App, 
or uh, what's the other ones? Uh, um, oh, Venmo, you can get Bitcoin now. Um, I think eh, any of the really banky ones, if you read down at the bottom and if they're attached to a big U.S. bank, there you go. They'll they'll know all your shit just like your bank does, just like just like they can do with all your debit card stuff, just like everything else. So you pretty much, I mean, yeah, don't even worry about the other side. Just it's the way to spend money, right? Um, if you start looking around, so at the at the farmers markets and everything, there's look, everybody's got their Venmo signs out, right? So okay, here's the deal. So Venmo. All right, so Venmo, I'm at scrambling. Okay, so for small business people out here, so my Venmo, right? At Scramble. Guess what my cash app is? Dollar sign, because it's cash app. Scrambling is from, oh, back in my golf tournament days, I kicked ass with a one iron. So I used to get myself in trouble in the trees. Everybody would think like, oh, he's hosed, double down on the bets. And then I just out of the woods, find the pins, sink it, ah, take your money. Um, so scrambling. So it's probably not the perfect thing if I was starting at the beginning in digital land and I was going to try to align everything make it easy for people to find you, pay you. Um, you can send, uh, you can send, I just saw the other day, you can even send parts of stocks on the cash app. Like literally, I can send you like a quarter share of Ford Motor Company, just as easy as I could send you a tiny little bit of Bitcoin. Um, so yeah, yeah, so alignment, right? Uh, um, yeah yeah so so uh cryptocurrency being able to take it right there's so people everybody's trying to like reinvent the wheel oh my god Whew. it's so on my website foodforestfarms.com any item if you go to check out you just enter crypto as a coupon code and the item goes to zero dollars and it places an order in the system but it has a order number then you just send me a note i have your email because you entered the email contact when you place the order and i say hey what kind of crypto you like <laughs> then you tell me mm, i don't know i like a litecoin and i shoot you a litecoin address you shoot me some litecoin and out your coffee goes or your soap or your whatever you're getting so if you want to take crypto in for your small business you've got a cool little shopping cart app set up you don't need to pay a bunch of people and reintegrate the world i mean unless you're doing like a hundred orders a day and just killing it and then at that point you probably have employees I don't know. Um, so yeah, so uh, that is. These are the easy on ramps. Bitcoin, Venmo app, Cash app. It hooks in your bank. You put a debit card in. You can then you can move. You can move money from your Cash app back to your bank. Whatever, back and forth. It's all they're all kosher with the government. They're going to report every penny you're, you're going to make. But whatever, it's I run a real business. It's all above board. I got to pay taxes, so might as well do it anyway. So makes my accounting easier, actually. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, it uh, uh, it's a way to be able to take crypto if you are a small business. Um, that's a good way. Uh, let's see. Um, yeah, yeah, and then 
if you don't make stuff and accept it, you don't have any. So, literally, just go buy some. Seriously. Uh, go out, Cash App, Venmo, or uh, 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 Coinbase. Yeah, Coinbase, uh, Jax, uh, Edge Wallet. You can, there's, there's Coinami, any of them. Um, and you know, don't be dumb. Stick to the top 10, like Litecoin. Ethereum's really, if, you, if you're going to buy stuff to try to use, to try to like circulate, you know, talk to people around you. Like, uh, gosh, like if you live in a giant trailer park, <laughs> it's so easy to transfer like Bitcoin Cash or Dash or Litecoin. You guys could trade that all day long for, you know, a penny transfer fee and nobody would ever have to IOU or blah, blah, blah. Um, right. Or if you're running a poker game, <laughs> those work too. It's just, yeah, you know, uh, the beauty of, yeah, we'll go into that later. Ha! Um, oh, what else? Okay. Okay. Uh, some projecty news. Um, I didn't bring something to wipe this board off. It's killing me. Fingers will work. Fingers will work. At least it's not chalk. Okay. Okay. Uh, my other, my other big project, uh, 500 project. Okay. Hashtags. It's a way to get around all the AI and all the bullshit on the social media platforms. I got tired of listening to people keyboard warrioring about how they wanted direct relationships and they wanted to buy stuff and they wanted to get hooked up with food supply and they wanted to like have no producers of things, right? But every time you go on social media, <clears throat> right, it feeds you bullshit ads for the largest company doing the most unethical work to buy more plastic shit from. So I was like, screw that. So I thought about it for a while. And it was like, how can people that make stuff? Oh, right there, right there. Hand roasted coffee. Hand roasted coffee. How do people that make stuff hook up with people that really want to buy human-made, handmade stuff? It's really hard. If small producers go on Facebook and go on Yelp and go on, oh my God, all of them, fuck. There's, as a small producer of a thing, you probably get like three calls a day for advertising. Spend money on our thing, right? With no, yeah, no say as to like where the ad's gonna go nothing doesn't work it just gets yeah it doesn't it's made to drain you they're a vacuum they are made to keep eyeballs on their screen so they can sell the eyeball count and vacuum money from all real producers because they're parasites that's how they survive so the way to go around them all on our project if you start putting the hashtag 500 project in your posts on all social media and you might put something like i love honey or i want to meet a beef producer or uh looking for local pork or need a mechanic or uh, need an electrician or need a whatever. So my logo, 
Okay, 500 projects. No, you're a farmer, because I'm a farmer. But, you know, you could make it whatever. So, it's a big uh, it's a big triangle. And in the middle is where you put your thing. So, you put your... Uh... Oh, that is a little shiny in it. All right. All right. Here. Da, da, da. Ah. So, anyway... Uh... In the middle of mine, I got a coffee bean. So if you're a mechanic, maybe you want to put like a fist with a wrench or like an electrician, like an electric pole or something, right? So if you kind of use the big green logo with like Jim's Electrician Shop 500 Project. So as a producer, my, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, here. Okay, so if you start using the hashtag 500 project, 500, you can make them longer and longer and longer or shorter, depending on are you looking for an exact thing or are you looking for people in the project? So if you're looking for people on a social media to hook up with, that also like to support small producers and buy direct and know who they are buying from directly have a relationship. 500 project hashtag is a way to meet other real life humans in real life life that like to have direct relationships, right? So you might even find a 500 project, somebody near you that you can say, hey, who do you get your beef from? Or, hey, who do you get your raw milk from? Or, is there a hookup in town for great eggs? Or, who's the mechanic around here? Or, who's down? So, 500 Project. I use 500 Project Coffee, 500 Project Specialty Coffee, 500 Project Aerosmith Specialty Coffee. Uh, right? And then, it's just, it's, so... Here's the deal. We're at the beginning. The more we use it, the more it gets used, the more it grows. Those posts never come down. They're up forever. The search engines will search through the posts and find them. So if you're looking for 500 project people and you put it on any social media, you'll find who's ever used it ever, usually chronologically. So you can see like are they a real mechanic like is their post for 10 years of them doing mechanic-y shit do people look generally happy with them do they look like a happy human right know your producer when i say know your producer know your producer know your producer right and then if we know our producer right the producer can know their customer so how much better of a job? Well, okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Stick on this. <laughs> okay, so 500 Project. If we, if we know our producers and our consumers directly, the level of quality, it's like a Six Sigma thing. If you know, hey, that's a 500 hookup, they're down. They are going to spread the word about me around town because they like to know people and to tell people about people, you'll do a better job. You'll get a better job. You'll get a better deal. So highly encourage people to use it. So what I want you to think of, ah, wake up, important part. Okay. So it's a snowball. It just goes and goes and goes and grows every time anybody uses it forever. It just never stops growing it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger it's unstoppable it's free i have no ip giving this away if you go to the food forest farms website go to little tabs drop down to 500 project says right on there here's how you steal this logo right click save take it 
make it. I made it really easy to steal. I made it so you can just drop your shit right in. Ding, ding, ding. You got a 500 project logo in like five minutes or less with paintbrush that's free on like every computer there is. Fuck. If you can't figure it out, send me your logo on the contact form and I'll fix it for you. Or just tell me what you do. I'll make you the logo. It's so fucking easy. So anyway, oh sorry, mom. <laughs> uh uh yeah, yeah. If you want if you want a 500 project logo and you're a beekeeper or something and you can't figure out how to stick a bee into that thing. On the bottom of all my web pages, contact me. That's my real number. Um, yeah, yeah. Hey, if anybody wants me on any uh, podcast, webcast, whatever, whatever, I will do it. Um, so, anyway, it's a snowball. It goes forever. We're starting now. You're a pioneer. Will you get the most benefit? No, not. I will get the least benefit of any human of the whole thing of it. But I don't. I made it. For a reason, take the AI down, go direct, meet actual humans. Um, so that is that. That's how the whole 500 project started. Um, it was somebody had said something and got me thinking. How do we do it? How do we? How do I? That's my favorite words. <laughs> how do I? Oh, how do I do it? Um, so 500 project, tell people, tell people, tell people, give it away. The more people you tell Yelp, Google, Facebook ads, mm, mm, they're going to have to give us something actually real or figure out a different way or come over to our side. Ah, fuck them. Uh, yeah, good luck. Uh, uh, okay. Okay. So 500 project. So that got me down the whole like trail to the coffee club. They kind of came about at the same time and I got confused. Totally, totally. So I thought I was going to have 500 people in my coffee club, right? And yeah, we'd be roasting coffee. Um, the, uh, yeah, yeah, it's a good idea. Uh, it's too many people. I don't want to roast that much coffee. Um, so, so now we kind of decided to right size for this year, right? Everything's got to be in alignment. Um, so cup club. Okay, so coffee club, right? I got to call it something. So, we're, it's our coffee club. We also own, uh, let's see. Right, we also own cannabinoid natural foods. Um, if you'd rather have CBD products, than coffee products. There's a portal through that website as well. Um, but yeah, really, we're going to pare down our universe. Well, yeah, <laughs> we are going to pare down this one income stream of the coffee business uh, and cannabinoid natural foods. That's our white label company. So I have no problem having that grow to infinity because um, the more it grows, the more it doesn't make me run around like a maniac. Um, the more coffee I roast, the more coffee I roast. That's my promise to you in the coffee club forever. I'll roast your coffee. Nobody else. No other humans. It is the whole, this whole show and learning and teaching and all of it all comes back to permaculture the ethics like right sizing in human sizing the right amount limits to production and consumption both making things the right size for the thing that they are and not trying to make things big for the sake of making things big so that's the right number 
100 people. We will serve 100 coffee clients. Soon as we get to our 100th club joiner, the door is closing. The public website for coffee sales, which is foodforestfarms.com, which is up now, will close. We'll just go away. There will be a private page for the 100 coffee club members to do whatever they want with. Uh, so currently, so to be in the coffee club, the whole commitment to be a uh, big commitment is uh, two pounds of coffee a month of your choice. Any kind you want, you tell me I'm your roaster. Um, so some people are like, hey, I'll drink what Brian's drinking. Uh, some people are like, I want medium and lighter only. Some people are like, I want fair trade organic espresso only. Whatever. I don't care. That's the beauty. That's the beauty of the hundred. I get to know what you actually like. Then when I'm thinking about bringing in a new coffee, we get to have a conversation about, hey, what do you guys want? You want, you want me to try bringing X or Y or you want me to, you know, we can actually think about what we're doing and maybe do some stuff together. Uh, let's see. Um, so at 100, I can actually serve you. For real. Um, I make coffee for people's weddings. I make people for coffee special occasions. Uh, I do mini bags for people's trade shows. Uh, gosh, we've done all we've done all kinds of stuff. But the cool thing is, as a club member, you're buying right now six dollars a pound below the market. I think if you if you want me to make you a single origin roast right now on the website, foodforcefarms.com which is the actual price of all my competition of micro roasters. So micro roasters are rated at less than 50 pounds. How is that? Uh, less than 80 pounds a day, something like that. So it's, I have a 2.5 pound roaster, really a three pound roaster. Um, once you get over five to 10 pounds, you're kind of not a micro roaster category anymore. So comparable to micro roasters, I'm stupid cheap. Just because, yeah, it's my retirement job. I'm going to make some money, but I'm not going to make that much money. Um, so, here to serve you. Coffee Club. So, any of my live stream stuff that starts, uh, I, I will have private streams and private chats and all that stuff. Once we get to 100, The, the I'm still going to do teaching things that will probably be shorter and more like little classy things um, in the in the the chats and stuff will go private once we get to the hundred um i also own land out on the peninsula which we hold the squatch fest on so coffee club members are always my personal invited guests to squatch fest and their families um they were the ones who started it all they were the ones who gave me the idea they were the ones who funded it in the beginning and the beautiful club you know the beautiful thing about my uh about uh oh, oh, where's my, my other one about the club members right it's funny some of my club members don't even drink coffee they just get it as a gift for a project they're doing to give away to other people to spread the word to give me income to grow the farm so that we can have a private festival so you can come play with us it's really that simple right do something i love i love roasting coffee it's so fun Making different blends and three bean blends, two bean blends. Oh, um, collaborating with other roasters. I got to do a holiday roast with uh, Nicole with uh, uh, hollerroast.com. Go check out her copy too. Um, so, yeah, I got to do a, a collaboration with her and make a, a special pack that, that my club members 
in order of their numbers of joining got a special pack if they were a low enough number uh, so in the future club members will have access to the squatch fest and their families all private teachings if you want to use my studio space you also have access to me as a business coach a number of people get coffee and are in the club kind of you can get coffee everywhere my coffee is effing great and Hey, if anybody's got a competition out there, you want me to stick the stuff in? I'm going to stick that fair trade espresso in against. I'll stick that against almost anything. Um, so, uh, I got so distracted. But anyway, the uh, <laughs> uh, some people are, yeah. So, the, the coaching. If you want to know small business stuff, what's the shortcut? What's the easiest way? I was using Dragon Naturally Speaking to type my sales report since like 1997 version four, I think <laughs> free Google telephone numbers, like 25 years ago before they even had them, the whole sales force was running on them because they transcribed all the messages left and forwarded them to your email that you could then read and send. So nobody had to guess what a customer said for free because it existed because I used it. So anyway, Happy to help with your small business stuff. So that is also a benefit. Like, what are you getting? Are you getting two pounds of coffee a month? Mm, huh? Yeah, yeah, you are. <laughs> you are. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so coffee club. Okay, so as of this minute uh, that I checked, we are at, let's see, what are we at? What are we at? Uh, okay, so there are 60... Two slots left as of the recording of this right now. Everybody who is in before this recording started is in class one. They're the people that got in before they knew the craziness that was about to happen. So, as soon as we get to 100, coffee club or cannabinoid club members, we are going to convert your 100 club member pieces of art that I've been working on into nfts the website will go off for general public sales for any coffee related item the only way to get my coffee from me will be through you 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 only way through you so you're still going to get to buy at your contract price and you even have a little better price if you want to start buying wholesale and doing a white label. So if you were to want to make a little small coffee specialty brand of your own, create a label and buy from me at a little better than a coffee club price, then have me direct ship for you. It could happen. Because you have one of the NFTs. The NFT is going to be a contract that as long as that NFT pays for two bags of coffee a month, whether they take possession of it right away or not, or whatever, each individual human that holds an NFT, well, I suppose somebody could accumulate a couple too. So you have the right to coffee from me at your price. So you can do what you want with that. I only want to work with 100 humans, right? I can take texts from 100 humans. I can do emails. I can know you. I can know what you like. I can know what your clients like. I give great customer service. Ask my customers. No, go on the website. Look, all our items have, have star rankings on them. You can 
can read what what the general public has said for the last eight or nine years about my stuff. Foodforcefarms.com. Go click on an item. Look at the reviews. The one one star review we got is our best review. It was an old dude with big fingers. Uh, so anyway, that's the coffee club kind of explained and where it's going. So what will the value? I mean, you're going to buy into the coffee club at whatever it costs for two pounds for the first month. That's your buy-in. And then you're just on every month. So it doesn't really cost anything extra to get in the club right now. But the minute the door closes and they become NFTs, now you're talking. Who who knows what the market will do? It will be very interesting to find out because it's a rights to future production. I don't know. My coffee's fucking great. You should order a bag and see if you have any doubts before you jump in. But don't wait. It's going somewhere. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna go 24 hours on float. I'm gonna have all kinds of teachers teaching all kinds of stuff. I've already made a deal with Tim the Toolman. We're gonna run all his old episodes between our content. Um, I'm gonna work with some other podcasters see if I can't get rights to put their stuff up. And that float channel. 24 hours a day is uh, is the next stop. So all this is going up right now on YouTube, on Odyssey, and on Float. I didn't put it on Facebook because, fuck. Nah. I don't want to censor myself. I'm already censoring myself enough. I think I only said the F-bomb a few times and smoked a few joints. So... Anyway, uh, that's the uh, that's the deal. It's looking like it's been an hour. We got the whole uh, we got the future laid out. I taught you the very basics at the very beginning of of what crypto started out, how it began. So remember, sell a one, enter, and then it moves, and you can't stop it. It's just computer code of who's got what. That's it. That's all it is. So relax, go have a great Christmas, open a bunch of stuff, stay warm, drink some nog, smoke some fatties, enjoy your family. All right, cheers, thank you, see you in episode two.